Do you want to be aware of what happens in this crazy world we live in? Do you want to know about all the political scandals and listen to some unbiased analysis? Welcome to World of Politics, the program where your opinion matters. Every Tuesday from 10 to 12 on Mushtar FM. Good morning, everybody. I am Davide, and this morning, this Tuesday morning, for the World Politic program, with me there is a Russian girl. Irina, hello, everybody. Hello, Irina. And today we are going to talk about something that is involved with Russia, actually. Uh, LGBTIQ rights in Russia and Chechnya. Yeah. So. But Chechnya is a part of Russia. <laughs> yeah, Chechnya is a part of Russia, but as we know, mm. as probably a lot of people know, or maybe not, and you will uh, discover it during this program, the condition of LGBT people in uh, Chechnya is even worse than uh, all global Russia because they actually risk their lives there. So during this program, we are going to talk about Russia and like what is the history of uh, homosexuality in politics in Russia? Has it always been so oppressed and opposed? What is the situation in Chechnya? And why, what are the reasons behind uh, this hate? And also, I think we are going to talk, at least me, I am going to talk about uh, Chechnya in particular and the movie that has been um, like released this year for HBO television in the uh, United States. The name of the movie is Welcome to Chechnya. And it's the story, the real story of uh, a man that escaped one of these uh, jails. And uh, he was the only one to condemn and uh, to speak out against what is happening in Chechnya, even today, of course. Actually, just three weeks ago, appeared a new video online of a um, guy tortured in Chechnya just for being gay. So let's start with subject which is not uh, really light and it's not really funny, but we have to do it because I don't think that the Western world is doing uh, a lot for uh, what is happening in uh, Chechnya. Of course, we know in Russia it's a bigger issue, but... I don't know. There's a difference between the political uh, opposition, which happens in Russia, but not only in Russia. Of course, in Russia, probably more. And the fact that in Chechnya, these people is really like kidnapped from their home and they are taken. And uh, I mean, the things that are happening there are absolutely um, disgusting. Anyway, let's start with a little bit of social reality in Russia. And so here, Irina, you can help us understand why, why this kind of hatred exists against uh, homosexuals in Russia. So as far as I understood when I was like looking for information about Russia and the roots, the origin of this um, problem, not Always in Russia, there was this strong opposition. In the Middle Age, there are some uh, like testimonials, let's say, some uh, writers that uh, said that it was quite 
normal and um, common in the people to have uh, homosexuality, I mean. And also in the 20th century with Stalin, there was no law against uh, homosexuality. No, actually it's not true because not true. Uh, it was a criminal law in criminal court and it mm. was a kind of crime. Okay, so the first question I ask you is what do you think is the um, primary cause of this reality in uh, Russia? Is it involved religion? Is it involved uh, a kind of machism? Okay, let's start from some official information about uh, Russian modern legislation in this field. And then I can describe my thoughts and society thoughts in general in Russia. Uh, maybe you heard about the Russian federal law for the purpose of protecting children from information advocating for a denial of traditional family values. Also known in English language media as a gay propaganda law and the anti-gay law. It's a bill what was approved by the State Duma and was signed into law by President Vladimir Putin in 2013. The Russian government's stated purpose for the law is to protect children from being exposed to homosexuality, a content presenting homosexuality as being a norm in society under the argument that it contradicts traditional family values. The statute amended the country's child protection law and the Court of the Russian Federation on Administrative Offenses to criminalize the distribution of propaganda of non-traditional sexual relationships among minors. This definition includes materials that that raises interest in such relationships cause minors to form non-traditional sexual predispositions or present distorted ideas about the equal social value of traditional and non-traditional sexual relationships. <laughs> Businesses and organizations can also be forced to temporarily seize operations if convicted under the law and also foreigners may be arrested and detained for up to 15 days then deported or fined up to 5,000 troubles and deported. But and this right now? Yeah. There's a law? Yeah, there is, there is this law. This anti-propaganda, no? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, Which uh, means like everything, like you cannot kiss... Uh, like you cannot kiss, you can't actually you can't even make a post on Facebook for example like I support LGBT because if police will see it you can get fine because it's like propaganda I mean if you yeah. feel that it's normal if you think that it's normal and if you put this information in social networks and if your opinion becomes like public information you can get troubles because of it. Mm -hmm. And also foreigners uh, in Russia. For example, if a foreign couple come to Russia and start to kiss, yeah, for example, in Red Square, they can have problems. Yeah, yeah. But so as far as I understand, this propaganda about non-traditional sexual orientations among minors, they try to like make their point associating homosexuality with uh, pedophilia, actually, which is the long history of hate 
against LGBT people is that people invent this relation between homosexuality and uh, pedophilia and actually still today lots of people that think that they are the same pretty much. Mm, yeah, it's true. And also Putin mentioned it. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, so I can introduce uh, you a little bit deeper to this topic, to this law, actually how it happened. So the most important part, I think, uh, that the Kremlins and the Russian Orthodox Church and Russia's 80% Russian Orthodox have supported this law. And this amendment, which added propaganda of non-traditional sexual relationships as a class of harmful content under the law, was, according to the government of Russia, intended to protect children from being exposed to content that portrays homosexuality as being a behavioral norm. And emphasis was placed upon a goal to protect traditional family values. And Bill author Elena Mizulina, the chair of the Duma's Committee of Family, Women and Children, argued that traditional relations between a man and a woman required special protection under Russian law. And according to a survey conducted in June 2013 by the All-Russian Center for the Study of Public Opinion, at least 90% of Russians surveyed were in favor of the law. And President of Russia Vladimir Putin said the following, I want everyone to understand that in Russia there are no infringements on sexual minorities' rights. There are people just like everyone else, and they enjoy full rights and freedoms. He went on to say that he fully intended to sign the bill because the Russian people demanded it. As he put it, can you imagine an organization promoting pedophilia in Russia? I think people in many Russian regions would have started to take up arms. The same is true for sexual minorities. I can hardly imagine same-sex marriages being allowed in Chechnya. Can you imagine it? It would have resulted in human casualties. And Putin also mentioned that he was concerned about Russian's low birth rate as same-sex relationships don't produce children. So, uh, mm. it's about state politics. I mean, for Putin... Now, one of the most important thing is a uh, rising of population. But uh, this is, I mean, this is just an excuse. No, I mean, <laughs> it's not like it's not like it has anything to do with uh, the number. Of no, words. I mean, uh, it influences on propaganda and on politics, and they really don't understand that. In fact. It doesn't influence. I mean, they don't understand that propaganda can't create people who have interest to the same sex. Yeah. I mean, if a kid watch movie, if adult watch movie where you can see relationship between like two men or two women, for example, it doesn't mean that next day I wake up and will say like, oh, I think I like women. And Everybody, like normal and adequate people in Russia, we still have some, <laughs> fortunately. They try to explain it in media, some journalists or activists, like actually it doesn't matter. But still there is this line and people like Elena Mizulina has nothing uh, common with reality. 
And uh, yes, it's like excuse. And also, of course, religion has some influence of this, not only Orthodox, but also Muslims, because there are a lot of Muslims republics in Russia. Yeah, yeah. And, and they are independent. Is one of them. Yeah, and it's not only Chechnya, Caucasian republics, also Tatarstan, for example, it's also Muslims. But um, Putin has a special attitude to these republics, especially to Chechnya, because, as you know, we had war with Chechnya. It was two war companies. And uh, Ramzan Kadyrov actually was uh, one of the person who fight against Russians in both wars. He was young in that time. We can even name his teenager, but he went to that war and he fight against Russian soldiers. And it was really bloody war. It was very hard with a lot of victims from uh, side of Chechnya, from side of Russians. And I can remember these times because I was in school and really young guys who just graduated school went to that war and they came back with uh, psychological traumas. Mm-hmm. And nobody understood why we have this war. Nobody. But it was about money because Russian oligarchs could get a lot of money from that campaign because they had relationship also with separatists from Chechnya and they could sell weapons to them and also they could uh, sell weapons to Russian army. So it was really huge uh, crime. It was crime uh, against uh, humanity. I mean, and in people's mind... In Russia, Putin is the person who came and stopped it. I don't know, maybe it has some sense. I don't know, I can't, you know, I wasn't there. I'm not politicians and I'm not a military person. I just have some information and I can have some opinion about it. But the fact is that Chechnya and uh, Caucasian region is still very, very important. And nobody wants war with them again. And nobody will tell Razan Kadyrov what he has to do and doesn't have to do. Yeah, yeah, they are like in a diplomatic... And, um, yeah. Unfortunately, Razan Kadyrov, let's say, it's the prime minister, no? It's the it's head, pres- he's head president of-, of republic and it's totally independent. Nobody will, like I said, tell him what to do. And, you know, it's political games. And now Russia is not in position of country which thinks about people's rights. It's all about, I don't know, war, influence, money... When country starts to think about people's rights, it's other level of countries. I mean, uh, country should come to that level and Russia is not in this level. And of course, for example, do you think that Russian authorities don't know what happens in Russia? Of course, they know. But for them, there is very important region. And of course, they will not do anything because still they have their own attitude to this. I can say that maybe mood among society, Russian society, is not so awful and horrible how it uh, can seem from the first view. I mean, we have this law and uh, there is information like 90% of Russian population supported it. I really don't believe uh, in any statistics and I think it's... uh, I also read the other things that 
talks about the fact that actually most of the Russians don't support it, so we cannot really know. No, nobody have never asked me about <laughs> my opinion. You know, yeah, when I anyway, read about statistics, I statistics just think, what about me? Yeah. Biased. They cannot be taken seriously. Like, ah, I mean, there are. But you can speak about something more real and like your life during your life. What kind of experience you had of people towards homosexuality? Like, I don't know, even if you witnessed uh, an aggression or if you were part of a conversation about it, your friends, like, let's speak about something concrete, yeah. real. Well, I know that there are really awful and cruel cases in Russia, not only in Chechnya, also in other parts. And if some bad people, if you can say like this, have known that uh, someone is uh, gay, Uh, they could beat him and even beat until he is dead. But I don't think it's only in Russia. I mean, still there are cases like this, even in Western countries. My opinion, for Russian people, this topic is beyond the line. And they can say like, oh, I don't like sexualists, lesbians. I mean, in Russia, we don't have this range and LGBTQ plus now. I mean, for Russians, it's still like relationships between two women or between two men. I know now that lately the law that actually made transsexual people possible to change their name, this law was um, deleted in Russia. I mean, they want to take away this right from transsexuals. I heard about it, but so you I... Also have rules. I didn't know about the law. I mean, I don't know it's already in force or no. But the law is, yeah, it's the change of sex law. I mean, you yeah, can change yeah, your name. But now they want it to delete it and so people cannot change their name. But if you ask people in Russia, among my friends, for example, even, like, what do you think about LGBT? They will tell you, oh, I don't like it. But actually, they don't care. I mean, I even have friend. She thinks, like, it's not normal. But at the same time, she has a friend who is gay and she knows about it. And mm -hmm. they never have never had fights and uh, she had never judged him for this. I mean, she knows it and she has good relationship with him. I know him also. We have good relationship, and but he like became. Do, does he have open. a boyfriend that he kisses in front of her? I ask because it's different when you. Yes, yes, maybe, but still, uh, you know, I just want to say that a lot of people can be against in their mind and opinion. Yeah, but of but course they, they don't care. But, but they do nothing. Cares. I mean, but they do nothing. Mm. Yeah, but and it's not so about violence. Like you know, I mean, Russian people will go and start to beat. But I think yes, if two people, for example, two men or two girls, start to kiss in public space, people will judge them for this, yeah. Yeah, and it's, they will become also aggressive. There are videos in the internet, some YouTuber made it, made up this thing, like took a camera and tried to see what happens in the street of Moscow or St. Petersburg, I don't remember. If you hold hands, two men hold their hands. And yeah, there was a lot of people verbally aggressive, but also someone like aggressive, physically aggressive. But so you said some interesting things. There's a lot of things to discuss for me. As I said, I will talk about uh, Chechnya mostly, but it's interesting what you said about the fact 
that a lot of people don't care, which is pretty much the same everywhere. Most of the people doesn't care, but that's also the problem. That's why basically only LGBT people actually fight for uh, their rights, because except for the gay pride, which has become something like an event, so everybody goes there, but it's not so political as it should be, at least in my opinion. Like, you cannot... I'm in for the party and for like, uh, let's make it crazy. But it also has to be political because there are some parts of in the world where your people and your community is being killed and tortured and uh, they cannot be there. So, I mean, this always makes me a bit unsatisfied with the gay pride. But anyway, except for the gay pride, nobody actually care. In the bad way, in the good way, it's still something that you are indifferent and indifference in this uh, matter is uh, is a bad thing when it's about rights that are denied to people and they are denied to people of course as you also said for political reasons and political excuses because everywhere politicians don't actually like i don't know hate uh, spread hate uh, in public uh, about a community or a minority which can be migrants or um, homosexuals because they really believe in it. They do it because they researched and in their country most of the people think that way and they are trying to use it um, as a good way to win elections and to win uh, more public, of course. So it's always a matter of uh, representation of the common thinking in people. But yeah, of course, in Russia, this like root of, um, I don't know, hatred and uh, disgust, I don't know what, where is it coming from, because I'm not Russian, but it's stronger than in other countries. Even in Italy, we have like the traditional families group that makes this like gatherings and create this like, let's save the family. But it's not as... Um, successful as I guess it, it is in uh, in Russia and of course in no western country could happen something like what happens in Russia where yeah in Chechnya is an extreme but also in mother Russia this low anti-propaganda is impossible like if something like this happens to a western country it will be a huge huge thing and you are actually as I read this quote and it's interesting all the violence that comes out of it is sponsored by the state, meaning that the state constantly put in or, I mean, everyone with this uh, intent spreads hate towards uh, LGBT people and um, actually sponsor them. Because as far as I know, if uh, in Russia a lot of aggressions, this type of aggressions don't get fined. Like they don't go to jail and um, they are without punishment and this is how you make it bigger and bigger and you will never delete it from uh, society if you like prove to people that they can do it actually. Yeah, I like this uh, state-sponsored violence quote that I found. You know that I said people don't care and why I think it's better now for Russia because Russia now in the level when people will not fight for LGBT rights. And in this case, it's better to be indifferent than to be violent, you know? So that's mm -hmm. why for me, yeah. now it's better. Always when I have uh, some arguments, these people, my friends or not my friends about it, and I always ask them, 
what do you think worse when uh, like people the same sex uh, live together or someone kill them because they live together i mean if you put people's uh, relationship and violence against them what is worse for you and in this time some people start to think and for me uh, really now i know uh, the moods of society most of society about it and for me it's better if people have indifferent relationship like okay it's your business you can do whatever you want when they come you know and start to beat them or even kill them yeah but i mean of course if the, if it is an indifference where actually i don't know for example my indifference to people that uh, make jogging no <laughs> like this kind of silly indifference like real indifference is okay but in russia you we talk about the indifference of uh, public but the real problem in russia is that not even lgbt people gays and lesbians and intersexual transsexual can really fight for their rights because if they do they will be removed from police uh, in the squares yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, they themselves true. cannot fight for their rights so of course it's no, obvious totally. to say that there are not no even opportunities i like I mentioned before even if you text something on Facebook you will have troubles not about streets i don't know prides and any meetings strikes it's yeah, you, we can't problem. even talk about it this is the real problem because everywhere in the world basically everywhere maybe not in the very like come on not uh, everywhere western world in the big no in no, no but world. everywhere also in the western world only the lgbt community fights for the right of the lgbt community i mean it's normal it's what happens i mean most of other people don't care in every aspect so this doesn't happen in russia only it's everywhere but in russia yeah not even the lgbt people cannot even fight because they are oppressed and also it goes with the fact that in russia if you do it silently like discreetly this is a thing that i have read uh, a lot about russia if someone is gay but does it in a discreet way like not telling it and uh, like you are a rat that has to live underground in this way is okay this is the way that it's okay in russia you have to do it like something not open you cannot be open about it in the end you can do it but if you are open about it that comes the problem so you have to live like um, i don't know like an insect basically no of course we have a lot of celebrities a lot and these are the most famous people in russia and everybody knows them and a lot of them are homosexuals and actually but everybody knows is, is there someone that made coming a, a, out every, no no but one? no but everybody knows about it. Yeah, I mean, even uh, the fans who come to the concerts, they know about it. But nobody makes coming out. And actually, when journalists ask them about it, they ask about it in a natural way, you know, like, how do you think? Why homosexuals in Russia don't do coming out? Uh, yeah, yeah. But but so they know that uh, he is actually gay, for example. But they cannot tell. And he, he usually answers that what this person will get from that. I mean, okay, tomorrow he will say, like, I'm a gay. What it will change? It can change 
only for him mm. and uh, he will be in worse conditions tomorrow for example after his statement mm-hmm. i know only one open gay in russia it's a journalist stanislav krasovsky everybody knows he is gay he made coming out and this is only one example in, in russia. russia yeah but this is the thing that happened maybe 50 years ago also elsewhere yeah it's a act of uh, courage to do it in such conditions because of course you are not going to change like your country or the world making coming out but still if you are part of the silence about it you are cooperating <laughs> so i it's not something i see it in a good light when uh, people don't make coming out i give a lot of um, value to the right of privacy i am a very reserved person but about this subject no you have to say it and you have to say it loud because the world needs to hear it you cannot shy away because you think only my life will change no i mean if everybody thinks this way nothing will ever change i understand that in russia it's difficult but still it, that's no excuse for that i understand why they do it but you know uh, the most disgusting part for me that they have uh, wives for example yeah and, and it's really often in russia that uh, some celebrity everybody knows that he is a gay and uh, he starts to post uh, fake selfies in social networks like oh it's my girl and fake news in uh, yellow press you know yeah, like but because this is the policy in russia is that they want to pretend that homosexuality doesn't exist basically this is the foundation it's like ramzan kadyrov the president of chechnya when asked about uh, what's happening to homosexuals in his country his answer was we don't have gays yeah, in yeah, the yeah, country it's true. Yeah, yeah. and it's a perfect it's perfect image of uh, not only chechnya but also russia and how it has to be put you know under the sand under the carpet it doesn't have to be seen i think it's it's the source of the problem it's one of the reason of why this problem is so uh, big especially in chechnya finally i have to talk about this movie and i suggest um, people interested to watch this movie it's very strong and um, emotionally difficult movie it's a documentary film they directed by david franz and the movie is about what is happening in chechnya to homosexuals in the um, last 5 6 years this came to the public because one of these men that were um, kidnapped and tortured in uh, jail in chechnya for being gay condemned the act first to the russian court of course the russian court said that it's it wasn't true they didn't start uh, an act against uh, chechnya for this but you also explain the reasons uh, of the wars between uh, russia and chechnya and the current situation so this man maxim lapunov this man is the first man to condemn what is happening to uh, chechnya and he did it in russia and after he did it with the european court uh, for human rights that's why we know it's for this man that 
was lucky enough to escape because he wasn't from Chechnya. This is why he isn't that wasn't killed because he was in Chechnya just for work, just for some months. And in the end, they released him and uh, kicked him off the country. And in this movie documentary, it's really, really good because his face is first changed with uh, digital, but then in the end becomes real. It becomes his real face. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I think it's a powerful choice. And his story is the primary thing in the movie. It tells how he was kidnapped, what happens actually during this um, kidnapping. They are tortured in jail and the under torture they have to tell names, names of other homosexuals they know. Mm -hmm. If they don't do it, they die. Uh, there's a guy uh, saying, I started to shout names of people that didn't exist, but others shouted names of people they uh, knew, actually, and they were uh, used as bait. Like, they had to call, and they said, let's meet there. And some of these people uh, died because of them. I mean, if you survive something like this, it's not only the fact that you have been beaten f physically, but it's a terrible uh, psychological torture. But the most terrible and awful thing to watch in this movie are the videos. And these are really upsetting. I totally agree with the choice of uh, showing them in the movie because this is what happens. And some of these videos are so cruel that it's difficult uh, to, to talk about it, but still um, I have to do it. Yeah, I will tell some words about some of the videos that you can uh, find. So in the first video, a person is stopped in the street and asked why he's dressed that way and after some seconds he is kicked violently while the man filming the act is laughing. Then there is a second video when a person is brutally kicked in the face by two men with one of these cutting his hair with a knife. I have to say again that in Russia none of these aggressors are persecuted because the government actually support in one way or another their violence. Chechnya of course is the extreme of what is happening in all Russia. The thoughts in the minds of these people is that, or at least their excuse to perpetrate uh, such hatred and aggression, is the fact that they are really doing a noble cause to clean their country. So, in another video that LGBT activists intercepted, a woman is taken out of a car by her own relatives, by her family, pushed to the ground in the street like um, a bag of trash. And while she tries to um, defend herself, there is a person going at the side of the road. He's coming back with a huge stone, like a 30 centimeter stone. Take it on his head and he pushes it on the ground on the face of, I don't know, her sister, her daughter. We don't know. The video stops just like instants before the acts uh, happens. And this goes with another thing that is uh, repulsing to me and it's really, really, really hard. Is the fact that family themselves hate their relatives. They get to know that they are uh, gays or lesbians. And they themselves has to sometimes uh, kill them because it's such a shame to have an homosexual in the family that they um, have to do it. So 
there are some like the story of this movie goes on to explain all the terrible things that can happen like there was a girl is her uncle and like found out that she was lesbian when he found out that she was lesbian he told to her now either you have sex with me or i will tell and this phone call actually is um, witnessed live during the this documentary because people this group of activists that um, work to rescue people from Chechnya and they risk their lives to take people from Chechnya and bring them to uh, a secret house in Russia and there was this girl talking about like i am risking my life because uh, my father is a part of uh, is a politician and of course he will kill me So these are some of the stories that we know happened and are happening in Chechnya. Most of them we cannot know because these people don't exist anymore. They are killed or they will never talk again or they are so like totally bruised that we don't know. For sure we know that everybody that goes in these jails is so humiliated and tortured that it's really difficult to speak out about what happens. Maxim Lapunov talks about types of torture that involves wires to the finger to electrocute people, of course physical beating, but also more cruel things like putting a rat on someone's back and a very hot hot pot over it to make the rat so heated that it starts to find a way in the back of the man to escape this this pot and it starts to like bite his back Lapunov says that one person died this way with a rat heating their back Maxim Lapunov is in USA now, yeah? I, yeah? I am sure he's not in Russia. No, of course not. In Russia, he risks uh, his life. Mm, of course. Not only Maxim Lapunov, but also all this um, group of activists, uh, they uh, were threatened to death. These people that are rescuing uh, Chechenians from to save their lives, but also um, other activists from uh, the few organization in Russia that there are. One is the Russian LGBT network. There's also a page on Facebook and they were threatened a uh, lot of times. Uh, members of this organization were threatened of being killed. One of the activists in Russia, Yelena Grigorieva, was murdered last year in uh, St. Petersburg. So Yeah, it's not only like we are not only talking about the fact that uh, there's still people that express their violence to LGBT people just I don't know because they are bored like this happened in Italy as well today. It makes me think about that book uh, by Anna Arendt The Banality of Evil because probably those people were just bored and they said oh wow well, we can target these people because they are gay and they will not like fight back probably because there's also this uh, uh, kind of mentality in the aggressors and so they just did it it's very silly and it's very there is no like reason behind it or a very strong social background there so this kind of uh, vile and uh, cowardly acts are happening actually everywhere not only in russia but 
it there's a difference from this kind of silly acts and like killing and torture people in this way and finding them out because all this started in at least as far as we know in 2017 this guy was found out to be gay and his uh, phone was taken and he had to tell these persecutors like this man that, that just came after him they asked him who is this who is this who is this from the contacts of his telephone and he had to tell everything about his contacts and from this it's like a chain started of people this chain became something that actually um, started like a mass persecution of uh, homosexuals in uh, Chechnya of course As we told, the president denies not only that this is happening, but that gay exists in uh, Chechnya. So some Russian activists, they said that the problem, the real problem here is the fact that there is a total impunity for what's happening in Chechnya. And so this is the reason why this thing actually has, are starting also in other region, Islamic Russia, you tell me now, Dagestan? Yeah, yeah, D Dagestan, Dagestan. Uh, it's near to Chechnya, they have the same border. And Ingushetia? Mm, also, also Caucasus. And also in these other two regions, this is happening like in Chechnya, homosexuals, LGBT people are taken and tortured and killed. If this impunity will continue, who tell us that this is not going to happen actually in Moscow in the future? These volunteers, I have to say, it actually all the volunteers that are in this uh, documentary movie Welcome to the Chechnya that was released in June this year, I repeat it again. All these volunteers had to leave Russia because of heavy threat of being killed. So this is the situation in Chechnya. So what is the purpose of these activists? Is to rescue people from Chechnya to bring them to Russia, but their ultimate purpose is to get a visa and uh, give them the possibility to go outside Russia, actually, so Canada or a European country. But, and this is the political, actually, the most um, important political issue about what happened and what's happening in Chechnya is that countries are not giving easily visa to these people and this is what makes me really disgusted because for European and for the Western world not to take this problem seriously to give visa these people and to save their lives is really uh, awful. And in this movie, a lot of times uh, this problem is uh, raised. It was difficult for this activist to find the permit to have a visa for these people. But, you know, it's uh, actually a global problem because, like I said in the beginning, Caucasian region is uh, Muslims' mm -hmm. republics. And as we know, the situation in Islamic countries are one of the worst in the world. I mean, it's not only about Chechnya, it's also Iran, Saudi Arabia. They have a death penalty for people who are homosexuals. Mm -hmm. Why I said that it's a global problem? I mean, of course, if we talk about it from humanity, yeah, people really want to save their lives. And we judge governments of countries who put some barriers for them and don't give them visa. 
But from the other side, Western countries, yeah, European countries, Canada, USA, they can't save everybody. It's a problem of countries where it happens. And this is the biggest problem. Of course, I don't want to understand like Western countries put barriers and don't allow people to come to their countries and start to live in safety. Mm. But from the other side, I understand that they can't save everybody in this crazy world. So it's <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's really it's, it's really a political uh, refugee. You don't deny a political refugee, at least, of course. Yes, now, but now I mean, this, this problem uh, has um, more denied. But still no, we, no, are, we just, are not talking like about thousands of people. We are talking no, about no. I I just trying to explain hundreds. that uh, problem is deeper, much deeper. <laughs> yeah. The problem is deeper, but not in this case, because we are talking about, I don't know, in Chechnya, of these people, how many of these people can really live or can really contact these activists? They tell hundreds, not more than hundreds, because the others yes, cannot. Yes, it's true. So it's weird. It's not no, a matter of No, but it's true. Number. But from the other side, you know, it's people about uh, whom you know. But what about people uh, about... We have no idea. Yeah, exactly. It's not This hundreds. Okay, uh, they could save their lives and they could run away. But what about people who stayed there? This is what I mean when I say that it's much, much deeper. I mean, I'm I really mean, for happy me, for people who had this opportunity to run away and leave. Yeah, Russia. but it was really difficult. This is what I want to say. There was a girl during actually the shooting of this documentary and she waited six months. She couldn't leave the flat Uh, these activists found for her and at the end she disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to this girl because she was six months waiting for a visa. In those situations where she was uh, threatened by her uncle, that was the girl, and she she was rescued, but then in the end she disappeared after six months with no answer for a visa. So I think this goes more deeply and this is what I want to acknowledge with to the fact that the world is not condemning what is happening in the um, Islamic part of Russia in the right way or with the right amount of uh, opposition. I mean, th But th you know nothing that, is happening. Uh, some people are also persecuted in European countries. I mean, some people, for example, leave Chechnya mm -hmm. or other republics and then people from Chechnya find them in Europe. And start to persecute yeah. there. But this is also a matter of uh, like making people scared so they don't talk. So this kind of, uh, I think, no? I think it's also... I um, watched an interview with a girl and she said like they even burned her car. And she got a lot of blackmails and mm -hmm. letters and she could notice that some people follow her. So unfortunately, even escape sometimes can't help. But both people yes. were arrested, by the way. But uh, there are also good like cases where they are living free in other countries, like in Canada. I said incorrectly before that uh, Lapunov is the only one, but Lapunov is the first one. There are some others that witnessed, like spoke about their time in this jail. But anyway, the thing here is the fact that this movie came and I knew about 
about what happened in Chechnya, more or less. But I didn't actually uh, know because it wasn't easy to find information. So this movie is a great step to know what is happening in Chechnya. I use uh, the verb what is happening because it's happening today and right now too. Actually, as I said briefly in the beginning of the program, there was a new video some weeks ago and in this video there is a guy 18 years old. His name is Salman Tepsurkayev and he is currently be in the hands of Chechens and in this video he was obliged to sit on a bottle naked and nobody knows what if this guy is is alive today so you mentioned the fact that people are killed like they have uh, that penalty for uh, homosexuals in some countries but i don't know because if you hear that this is happening in russia it's still a bit closer to our world i don't know it's stronger to hear it in a political point of view, huh? I'm, I'm talking about uh, political in terms of uh, politics. It's absolutely like disgusting that this, uh, this is happening everywhere. But the fact that it's happening to Russia makes me a bit more concerned. You know, I would like that this program just gave some information and uh, more to people because unfortunately, I have to say that most of the people, as you said, don't care. They are indifferent to this, to the rights of LGBT people. And so this was a program that um, for me had to be done because this documentary is really, really good and well made, even if it's hard to watch. I would like to be optimist, but I can't. And I fortunately, I have to say that I don't see any preconditions which can change the situation in the future. Because, like I said, Caucasian countries have their own business and nobody can influence on this, even if they want, but they don't want. And this is the main problem. It's like country into the country, mm -hmm. state into the state. And also, if we talk about full Russia, I think we need to wait maybe a couple of generations but I and mean, the, the situation in Russia is that you have uh, like Putin, I don't know how many years now, 15 years you have Putin, no? No, more. More? more. And more are going to come. So it's the situation, in, it's uh, tragic in general, in politics. Maybe no, dictator you know, is not the right word, but you have some real deep issues that, of course, it's not going to make it easy for minorities to have uh, rights. As you said, human rights are not what is important today in Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you actually mentioned that situation like it was 50 years ago and uh, some other European countries. And uh, it's the fact, and I noticed it before, that really we have like 50 years with uh, Western world. And we always on the position of people who run after yeah and it's scaring me <laughs> because yeah, it's not only about lgbt rights it's about uh, different rights and about humans minds and about what they really want what they really need what they thinking about most of people in russia don't care not only about lgbt they don't care about anything 
their lives is just to go to work, to go home, to watch TV, go to sleep and go to work. They are not interested and they have no idea how it can be. I mean, about some freedoms, justice, how authorities can work, how they have to, must work, how justice must work. They have no idea and they don't care, most yeah. of people. And this is the main problem. So for Russia, this is why I said that I'm pessimist and I don't see any possibilities for changes in nearest time because mm -hmm. Russia not in the level when they can think and fight for LGBT rights. We don't have some basic rights, human rights, you know, common rights. So now it's not time for minorities. Yeah, but definitely about the mentality is something that if it will change, it's going to change in a lot of time. About the fact that um, human rights are um, totally denied to homosexuals in Chechnya is a bit different. And uh, the associations for human rights should act in concern of uh, in the context of uh, what is happening. Let's see, because after this movie, there was a sanction, like a fine. They fined the Chechnyan country for uh, denying human rights. But, but they also don't care. And you know, uh, the yeah, last Russian politics is uh, more far and far from uh, international law, norms, rules. Uh, Russia strives to be independent, and this is the main problem. Yeah, and the main problem is also the fact that when you create ignorance, when you create uh, poverty, when you create a country that doesn't give possibility of a fair and good work and um, money for people, when you create uh, conditions of living that are um, not good and people struggle to live, uh, it's very easy to make these people believe that their problems are caused by someone that has to take the fault, like immigrants in Italy right now. This is the case with immigrants. All the problems Italy is going through are like on the shoulders of immigrants. It's all their fault because it's very easy. It was always easy to act like this for politicians and it's easy for people to believe it because my life is terrible and uh, I am struggling to survive and I have to like beat someone or give the blame to someone because of how my life is uh, miserable. It's a very, I mean, it's something that it's in the human uh, nature. And what is happening in um, Chechnya is basically similar to this. I mean, it goes with how healthy a country is. You know, the more healthy a country is, the more rights of minorities are respected because there is no actually reason for people to hate without any like sense. Nobody likes to hate for no sense. You hate when you are um, living uh, under bad conditions, when you are more close to the beast, you know, when you don't have food or when you miss like some basic rights. And yeah, it's the whole story. But anyway, I'm happy of this program, even if it's it's a difficult uh, subject to talk about maybe i will ask you something more privately about stories of how life 
for uh, homosexuals is in Russia. But anyway, I want to thank you for joining me into this program. And yeah, I think we are in the finish line. What do you think? Do you want to add something more? No, actually, it was, yes, not easy topic, uh, heavy topic, heavy content. And I have nothing to say. I just need to think about some things. I have uh, heavy feelings after this program. Yeah. But thank you, our listeners, that you go with us also. And I hope that this program maybe gave you some information, some food for your brain and and join um, join the party let's go fight yeah thank you Davide thank you dear listeners see you next time it was Irina and Davide thank you for listening bye bye do you want to be aware of what happens in this crazy world we live in do you want to know about all the political scandals and listen to some unbiased analysis? Welcome to World of Politics, the program where your opinion matters. Every Tuesday from 10 to 12 on Mushtar FM.